Welcome to Beyond Our Focus. I'm Stefan, this is Amanda, and this is Breaking Prisms, where we go over the Twilight Zone and Black Mirror. Today will be the second episode of the Twilight Zone, called One for the Angels, which I cannot remember the name <laughs> to save my life. I've forgotten it six times since I... It's terrible. But it will be the second episode, which I have to say right off the bat... Not as strong, in my opinion, as the first episode. No. Really enjoyed the first episode. Thought it held up great. This one, not quite as much. Not quite as good. I think the uh, the first one started out, like, really intense. You didn't know what was going on. This one, it was just kind of a, a fun, kind of lighthearted... Well, not really lighthearted. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if <laughs> lighthearted I, is the word. Well, even the topic of it... Even though the topic was dark, the entire, the music, the theme of mm. it was still pretty, like, do 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 Yeah, they didn't, like, really super dwell on death. No. Even though death is a character here. Yes. Which, just to summarize the episode. Yes. Oh, I thought, you, I thought <laughs> that was you say, I'm going to summarize the episode. Not <laughs> Stefan. Was- summarize the episode for the folks. I was, and then it was like all the episodes just went <laughs> Huh. To summarize the episode, Lou, a what do they call it, a pitchmaker, pitchman, pitchman, a pitchman. Lou, a pitchman, comes home. Death greets him and tells him he's going to die. In which Lou decides, "No, I'm not going to die." And we get twenty minutes of other things happening until eventually, poor Lou has to die. Uh, If this didn't get you on top of, of course, there are spoilers in this. (laughs) We should probably say at the beginning of everything, I just summarized and and ruined the end of it. But you should probably know going into this that, yeah, there's going to be a lot of spoilers. That's how this is going to work. After I say, Lou dies. Oh, by the way, there are spoilers. Well, this is going well. Perfect. Okay, well, since we've already just knocked that out of the park, we might as well just go through it. Summarized it. Spoiler summarized. Okay, so uh, pretty much... If you don't know what a pitchman is, it's pretty much a salesman who stands outside with his wares and his nice little briefcase. Yeah, people and just, are. Come one, come all, see the wares. Yeah, yeah people who annoy me. People, yeah. People who annoy me. <laughs> if this is in New York, God, I hated those people. They were I, overly pushy. And they, oh, it got annoying. I have never been in a situation where I've actually seen someone on the sidewalk selling stuff, but I have been through malls where they literally exactly. chase you down like... Here, try this lotion. Let me rub your yeah. feet. And All the people like, no. in the middle aisle in those little booths are just want to annoy yes. you and do things. Chase you down. Here, you must try this. No. Yeah. Think, think, see that? Think ten times worse in New York. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, oh, it got on my nerves. The thing I hated the most while we, were, while we were there. New York's not for me. Not for me. Love Boston. Love Boston. New York's not my place. I, I have no, I've not been to the East Coast. The, <laughs> Farthest east I've gone is Florida. That's it. Well, that's that's yeah, that's southern east. east coast. Yeah, Florida yeah. is its own thing <laughs> altogether. But okay. The beginning of the episode, of course, we start off with Lou doing his pitchman thing out in the street. You see a stranger in black, and just in the background, writing things down. Lou goes to go home. He sees the children who he is beloved by. Yes. He unfairly gives two of them toys. That's it. He has a group of children. He's like, I like you, and I like you. The rest of you little bastards, don't care. I'm going inside. Here's the thing, though. 
being that he knows each kid by name, I'm going to assume, assume, big assumption here, that probably every time he comes back, a different kid gets a toy. We don't know like, that. He picked his favorites. <laughs> he picked his favorites. They get a toy every time. The bad kids are like, please pick me, please pick me. And he ignores them every time. Lou, you're a real bastard, okay? Oh, okay. <laughs> Was that one of the problems you had with the beginning of this episode? <laughs> I had a lot you, of little nitpicky I, things in this episode. I, <laughs> unfair to the children that doesn't fault. sound like you said i don't like children anyway but it was unfair to them okay so being that since we've started at the beginning of the episode which to go back just a minute he does notice the guy writing in the book he does take note that there's someone behind him mm-hmm. just he, he recognizes there. him he sees him he he knows that he's there yes he obviously doesn't know why he's there, no, but no, he's just he, an he average notices, Joe. yes. So, being that we're still in the beginning part of the show, what has your nitpick been so far? Oh, we haven't gotten far yet. Oh, okay. We haven't so, gotten anywhere. My next big nitpick is as soon as he walks into his apartment. Oh, okay. I thought you the biggest nitpick you had was the kids. No, 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 no. This is the beginning. That's just the beginning. I get more. The biggest one of the whole thing is he goes inside. Okay. Guys sitting in his apartment. In his apartment. Yes. Lou, unfaced. I Doesn't know. bother me at all. Oh Dude broke in my apartment sitting. That's cool. Can I sell you something? Like, what? That, what? that Lou? did. Like, when we were watching it, that was the biggest thing that stood out in my mind. It's like, Lou, how many times do people just randomly appear in your house that you're not freaking out? Like, It's a normal thing. They just really want to buy something. I, like, I guess home, so. Break into his apartment and wait for him. Uh, well, I guess he's used to the children doing that because the children rest just randomly walk into his house too. Not a big deal. I... But yes, no, doesn't freak out. It's just like, hey, you're that guy that I saw writing in the notebook. Exactly. Not a big deal. And then proceeds just to answer any question this guy has for it. Oh my god! Like someone breaks into my house, questioning me about things. <laughs> this is no. I'm getting hold of the police as soon as possible. <laughs> it's like. You walk in, there's someone standing in the corner, they're like, are you, are you Lou? You're like, yes, yes, yes. I am. <laughs> I, I am Lou. This is my apartment you broke into. That's, that's how you respond to someone just randomly appearing in your house. That's how Lou responds to it. Here's the other thing is, I, I guess he could have found another way around, but Lou makes it home. And the guy's already waiting in his house. I assume, you know, the door's locked, everything. So he doesn't even question, you know, like, how'd you get in without busting down the door? It's like, how did you even make it here before I did? Lou didn't seem to have a lot of questions about a lot of things. (laughs) This seemed almost like a a normal occurrence. (laughs) What we don't know is, this is like, like, this, he's the, what, the ghost of, uh, which, which uh, one? Ghost of Christmas Past? past. Ghost of he's had the other ghost already. He's already seen them. Oh, okay. They've gone over things. He's like, oh, another ghost. Big deal. <laughs> I was expecting you to be here. Exactly. I mean, you knew this was going to happen. So, th- th- it was a big gripe. It was a big okay. gripe right in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Like, Lou. I, I, that did ring in my head, yeah. Pretend to freak out a little bit. Yeah. Just, maybe even just be like, just pause for a moment, you know, Leave the door open. Don't close yourself in first. <laughs> but just leave the door open. Kind of give him a look and maybe just be like, why are you in my house? That's all you had to ask. And it would have been fine, but no. 
And then the guy starts appearing in different parts of the room. Luke's still not very freaked out about this. His biggest criticism is, stop popping around in yes. parts of the room I've never seen before. Yes. This thing is like a 10 by 10 room with barely a bathroom and a tiny kitchen in it. <laughs> like, Lou, how have you not seen that part of your apartment before? I, I don't know. It seemed pretty cluttered. Like, he, he might have been borderline hoarder. But at the same time, it did look like he made his toys. So... Anyone who's ever had a craft room knows that oh, yeah. stuff doesn't stay in your craft room. It's everywhere. Well, he just, he's like, just stop popping up in places I've never seen before. I'm like, just, Lou, this is the smallest apartment just, I've ever seen. Just stand still. He's like, just stay in one spot. <laughs> and that's after the guy sits there and just questions him over and over. Not a big deal. Okay. Hmm. Uh, of course, then, then Death does something down my peen. Death is surprised. That Lou doesn't know he's death here to take him to the afterlife. <laughs> I'm like, why would Lou know this? Lou's not expecting you. I mean, I know we just discussed maybe he is. But Lou's not expecting you to pop up in his apartment. I don't... I guess I don't... I don't really remember that part, I guess, as far as death being surprised. Well, he's like, God, you people, you just never... Blah, blah, oh, blah. Well, no, it was more of the... It wasn't like... Oh my goodness, why didn't you expect me to be here? It was more like, dude, you're like 60-ish, and you're not expecting, you know, death to just knock on your door. Nobody expects death to literally (laughs) knock on your door. What? Maybe that's why Lou wasn't surprised. What if this is an actual occurrence in their town? (laughs) This is the Twilight Zone. Like, you go down the street and be like, Hey, Bobby told me yesterday that death totally just appeared in his house. <laughs> and But luckily, you know, they talked it out and he didn't have to leave. Like, I know. Just a bit weird. He acts like these people are just so dumb. They don't understand the death. He just pops up every now and then. Yeah, I'm, you, you're coming to the afterlife in the night. You're going to die at midnight. It's not a big deal. As I said, the only thing I can think of is it was more of a... You humans think you're going to live forever. You don't think death's going to randomly appear to you or that you're going to die. But I mean, I'd like to have a conversation with death before he just takes me. That would sure, be let's... actually very interesting. Like, if that's how you died, is you had a conversation before it happened? This always reminds me, anytime we get talking about death, there's a, I want to say it was like an HBO TV show that was all about death. It was like about reapers. And... Yes, um... The girl's name was Georgia. Yes. She got she died from a falling meteor toilet seat yes, or something. It was like, yeah, like a space station or something blew up and she got killed by the toilet. Uh Dead Like Me? I think that might I, be it. I, I wanna believe say that it's it is Dead it. Like Me. Yeah. I only saw like the first season or two, but I really, really liked the concept of it. Yes. Uh, that they they were they were grim grim reapers. And yeah. that the whole point was to go around and take people. And basically her struggle with trying to do that and take certain people. Yeah. I thought it was a really, really cool show. Yeah. I definitely agree with that. I remember there was one episode that kind of made me, like, really sad. Because I don't remember if she had to take the woman. I want to say she actually had to take the dog. Like, there was a golden retriever. It's very, very popular. Yeah. And, like, she... It was just sad. Like, I don't, it was super interesting. And they, yeah. they still kind of kept up with her family a little bit and her trying to look in on them. But yeah. she looked different to them. And it was just really interesting. So I'd love to go back and revisit. Yeah. And who knows what we might do in the future. If y'all like this type of show, us going over these episodes, definitely let us know. If you'd like to see us do maybe different types of episodes. Maybe we go to something like that or 
different other darker series that we both enjoy. Yeah, because right now it's like in the anthology series, they encompass a lot of different genres like yeah. horror, sci-fi, fantasy, everything all into one. So it was a nice place to start out with. Yes. But I mean, hey, if you guys want us to do a different kind of show that's within, you know, you find a show that's kind of bizarre, let us know. I mean, we'd like to try something new, too. Especially if it's easily accessible. Oh, yes. Netflix Especially like is Netflix nice. is uh, yeah. the easiest thing for everybody to get a hold of. Yes. It's harder jumping online trying to find random other things. So. Yes. Yes, it is. So anything on Netflix helps. But back to good old <laughs> Lou. Talking to death. death. I, Lou's like... He doesn't know this is death. He doesn't really believe death is going yeah. to take him. So, and with death and all his magnificent power, he killed a flower. Like, yeah. oh my God, you're death. <laughs> you really must be him. That's right. You you made this flower wilt. Like, that, that's what it is. That's all it takes. Well, I guess, you know, <laughs> the same guy that wasn't surprised when someone just appeared I mean, in his house. Lou, Lou, not a smart man. And the other thing was... Is that, of course, the little girl appears. She needs her toy fixed and comes to Lou with it. And he's like, you know, hey, don't you have any manners? You know, like, say hello to the gentleman. And she's like, what guy? Like, I don't see anybody. And I did like that. I did like that it kept with the same theme you find in almost every death, grim reaper, anything like that, where you can't see them unless you're dead or you're you're dying. Yeah. Yeah. So it was nice that she was like, I don't know what you're talking about. But the other fact is that she wasn't like, okay, Lou, I'm going to I'm gonna go. Like, <laughs> hey, She's going to be back later for ice cream, okay? okay. Oh, that's Literally, because right. she did say stories. that. Yes, like he, apparently it's a nightly ritual that he has stories and ice creams with Lou, the kids. Lou, in, in this day and age, I don't think you'd get, you'd get by. Okay. Back in the 60s, I'm sure it was acceptable to take all the little children and and bring them to your home and feed them ice cream and stories. This day and age, people are not so trusted. I have... Probably not, first off. Uh, but I actually do think that they were meeting at the diner, so it wasn't at his house. I don't... I, yes, I want to say he did say, like, oh, I'll meet you at the diner later. I don't remember that exact <laughs> quote, but... So, I don't think he was bringing the children into his home. Yeah. Uh, Lou over friendly. It's not my fault. But, yes, he was beloved by all the children. Uh, he's sitting here talking to Death, you know, in a casual conversation, except getting mad because Death is popping and appearing around the room. And Death pretty much says that there is only three ways you can get out from being taken. Yeah. There's only three ways you can get an extension. Yes. For uh, for me not to take you at midnight. Yes. There are extremely rare circumstances. It has to be super important. I should have written all three ways down because I don't remember them. Um. I remember the last one only because it pertained to him directly. Yes. The second one I kind of remember just because it reminded me of our discussion on our last Would You If... Where it was talking about important people. I want to say the second one was like if you were really yeah. close to a breakthrough. Yes. It was, it was more for scientists and things. Yes. If they were going to do some magnificent great thing, then they grant them an extension to finish it. The first one was if you had someone else who completely and totally relied on you. Yes. that was Like a wife or sibling or children yes. that you needed to help them get through something before 
you be able to be taken. Yes. And then, of course, the last one is if there's some grand, magnificent life goal that you needed to achieve unfinished before. Unfinished business. Unfinished that business. Was the grand you know ghost. I, I wish death was a little more, a little more, um, uh, just nice that way. Just oh, with everybody. Oh, 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 you haven't completed. You're fine. Never mind. Go back. It's fine. Your podcast hasn't gotten this many views. It's okay. We'll, I'll come back later. Exactly. Good. Once it picks up a little bit, then I'll kill you. <laughs> oh my goodness, no. So, he, Lou, tries to go through a couple different things that don't quite Not even a little bit. finish business. <laughs> until he hits the big one. Yes, he hasn't made his grand pitch. The pitch for the angels. Yes, a pitch that will... Open up the sky. Yes. Yes. So as soon as he makes this pitch, uh, yeah, sure. Well, we take him then, and that's like okay. No, oh, we'll that's fine. That. I, I yeah. can do that. That's fine. Yeah. All right, we'll do that. Awesome. And then right off the bat, Lou's like, "All right, peace <laughs> out. Put it away. Never make another yeah. pitch again." Pretty much, death is hardly even out the door. He's like, "So, about when do you think you're gonna <laughs> be making this pitch?" And soon. Lou's like, oh, I, I guarantee you, sometime soon, I'm working on it right now. But a year? Yeah. Or two, maybe not this year, but maybe maybe not next year, yeah. but something soon. And then closes the door, and as soon as he does, slides his briefcase under the thing, <laughs> and is like, I'm never making a pitch again. And I believe Death is standing right behind yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, Death is yeah. already back inside. <laughs> like, well, Lou, that's not, that's no. not going to work. How dare you? Hey, like, hey, we made a bargain. Yeah. You can't do it. How dare you take advantage of me? Yes. Yeah, because he just pulled us a fast one on death. But there is a catch. Oh, there's a catch. Well, since I can't take you, I've got to take someone. Yes, if I don't take somebody, the books are going to be messed up. So someone has to go. In your place. And we hear screeching tires outside. And a bunch of people just like, ah, who is it? Like, what happened? Yes. So, of course, they run out, and there is his precious little child friend laying on the ground. What was her name? Maggie. <laughs> yeah. You didn't say it! I, you didn't say it! I'm like, I, did she forget what it was? No, I almost did. I almost did. Yes. <laughs> Maggie, the little girl, is laying down. Apparently, she had gotten hit by a truck. Oh, because yeah, she, she looked like she'd been oh, hit yeah. by a truck all right. She looked like she fainted in front of the truck. Exactly. We'll, we'll go with she got hit by the truck. Oh, she, yeah, she was mangled and torn, and blood was everywhere. The Twilight Zone. But yes. So, Lou's like freaking out. He's like, no, you can't take her. Take me instead. Immediately. Like, right off the bat. He's like, no, don't take her. It's You can't you can't do this. Just take me instead. And Death's like, no, you made your choice. Like, I can't. The deal is done. I can't do anything about that. Yes. So, he says that just like Lou, because Lou was given till midnight. Midnight, he was going to be taken by Death. He said... I have to take this girl by midnight. Well, we get to, we get to go inside. They show the little girl laying in the bed. The doctor comes by. This is all very weird. They, they act like she has a sickness and not that she's been hit by a car. I know. They even say that, like they're te- checking her temperature, all this stuff, and they're like, well, you know, we're giving her this medication, but... We we'll know by midnight. Yes, we'll, we'll just have to see. Yeah, yeah, that isn't uh it's like, that's a bit odd. You, know, you act like she has the flu and she just has a high fever. <laughs> and if it calms down, she's going to be all right. 
And then, of course, you know, the doctor's walking out. Lou's like, how is she, doctor? And he's like, well, I don't know, but we'll we'll see. She just needs some rest. And are you sure about that? <laughs> so I know they, they wait a little time. Lou's out in the steps. Death comes up, and he's like, well, I've got to take her by midnight exactly. Yes, I have to be in the room with her by midnight. Exactly. I have to be there exactly in the room by midnight. Not a second after, or it's going to mess up everything. Yes. So, Lou's like, well, you know, since we're both just sitting here, I better get to work. And he pulls out his little briefcase then, opens it up, and starts doing his thing. His, his pitch. The greatest pitch known to man about these, these, the, this, this thread or of a, The first thing was, was synthetic silk ties. Yes. Like, and we got the thread and how these... Birds have to fly across the sea like 14 <laughs> times per sp- spool. And it's like... <sighs> and see, the progression is is that death at first is just kind of like, okay, so these are some nice ties. That's fine. And it kind of does a montage thing of Lou just doing different things. And out of nowhere, it cuts. And death's hair is all messed up. He's like leaned forward. Death has broken into a sweat. <laughs> and... He's like, this thread is this important. And Death's like, I'll take it. And he's sitting there reaching for his wallet. Because for some reason, Death has money. I, Death has cash on him. I guess so. Like, I don't know why. I don't know what point he did. Like, you know what? While I'm in the real world, I gotta buy those enchiladas down the street. I don't know what's going on. Maybe he needs to eat. We don't <laughs> like, know What's things. going on here? Why does Death have money to begin with? Not something I would think he'd carry around. Maybe the pitch was so amazing, he thought he had money. Like, he was reaching for a wallet he didn't have, because this was just so amazing. Uh, well, during this pitch, I also found it funny. We we, we, we snap in, he's making a pitch, We uh, they, do, they do a quick change or something, we come back, and Death has a paper bag of stuff. <laughs> I'm like, Lou, did you also sell him the paper bag to carry his stuff? So in the afterlife, he's got his stuff going? Yeah, of course. Everyone needs their paper bag. Jeez. Oh. Yes, he's pretty much buying everything that Lou is selling. Everything's going by. It keeps cutting back to the little girl just peacefully laying there. And they keep showing the clock, yeah. And he's just going and going and going. And then next thing you know, ding, ding. Like, oh my God. And it's... He's freaking out. And does it the... I think the... When the doctor get back in there? Um, as soon as it hit midnight, because it was, uh... Well, when, uh, I thought the next thing we saw was the doctor walking out. I don't, I don't know if it ever actually showed the doctor walking back in. It just showed uh, the stroke of midnight, like, one minute after the doctor's, like, walking out telling them, oh, she's gonna be fine. Why did he ever get back inside? I don't know. Why did he just appeared back in the, why was he back here this time? They were so enthralled by Lou and Death. Like, they were just so into it. They didn't even see the doctor walk I'm by. I'm sure, like, I'm sure. And it's like, well, she's she's going to be fine. Yeah, she's she's fine now. At that one minute after midnight was just all she everything. needed. Yeah, yeah, that's all it took. And he was just like, ugh, that's it. What am I going to do now? And It was like, finally made the, that great pitch. It was the one, it's like, yeah, one, one for the angels. Yes. Like yeah, one one for the angels. So he and then just without without a beat, Lou's like, "Well, I'm I'm ready to go." Yeah, he's like, "I, I should we should probably get going then." Yeah. And Death's Death's chill with it. He's like, "You did well, like you did good." And so they start to walk away, and then he's like, "Oh, I forgot one thing." And goes back, grabs his little case, which 
I love those cases. Every time I've seen them in any movie, anybody, if you're listening at home or if you don't have the video or if you've never seen the episode, it's the briefcases that have like the accordion fold down legs where it's just, they set it down, they pull it up and it has its own stand, sits there and then they slide it back down. Oh my goodness, I love them. But he grabs his briefcase and it's pretty much like, you never know when somebody's going to need something up there. He's like, up there, right? <laughs> well, yeah, Lou, you made it. Yeah. It was, it was a solid ending to a, a good episode. I still enjoyed it. I liked the episode. A lot of nitpicks about the episode. A few things personally don't think made a lot of sense. But I did enjoy the episode. Yeah. I still think it's a good quality episode, even though a little wonky on a few things in the middle there. Yeah, it, it rounded itself out nicely. And the fact that it did Twilight Zone, how they... Um, how they made Twilight Zone was no matter how weird the episode is, they tried to have some sort of moral at the ending. Like, they purposely did it. Which is good. Yes. And it makes it to where, at the beginning, you're like, oh, this is strange. Like, how is this going to make sense at all anywhere? And then by the end of it, you actually kind of learn something, or you feel like you've accomplished something, even though you're not, of course, going through it, which... You don't want to be Lou anyway. <laughs> no, no one wants to be Lou. Huh? <sighs> but in the end, it was a very good episode. Yes. I, I very much enjoyed it. Uh, these are again; these are short episodes. It, oh yeah, it felt like it was ending before it began. It I was, know it was so quick. Uh, I think once again, I want to say just looking at all of them, they're only about twenty-four minutes each, twenty-five minutes each. Yeah, they're, yes. they're all short little episodes. But in contrast to Black Mirror, that's like they, they, <laughs> the last, the first episode was forty-four. But there are episodes of an hour. There's an episode that's almost an hour and a half. So they're just all over the place. But that's because Netflix is very much like, hey, do what you want to do. Not yeah. a big deal. <laughs> do what you make the episode you want to make. We don't care. It's fine. Yeah. So they're allowed to do what they want, which is great. Please tell me the story you want to tell me in the length of time you want to tell me in it. That doesn't bother me. Which reminds me, that was another thing that I looked up. Did you know that Black Mirror did not start on Netflix? Um, I did not know that, but it's also not surprising. Yeah. I assume they probably just bought the rights to it. Yes. And now exclusively is Netflix show. Apparently it was a, it's a channel, channel four, I think it was. It was just a British, it was British television channel four. And so then they bought the rights for, of course, the first two seasons. And then they, they're actually the ones that bought the third season. Like, they're like, okay, we want the third and fourth seasons. Yeah, and those are longer than the first season and the second season. Yeah. So the first and second season actually came out before it went to Netflix. And then <laughs> Netflix bought it. And then they are the ones that bought, like, their third and fourth seasons. And they want a fifth season, I believe. Uh, of course they do. Yeah. <laughs> I believe this, it's done very well for them. And they really enjoy it. It's they're really, really good. Yeah. Which, uh... That is um, what we're going to be watching next week. Season, uh, season, episode two <laughs> of season one of Black Mirror called 15 Million Merits. I really enjoyed this episode, this next episode, but I think the third episode is the one I'm really looking forward to seeing it again. It's well, got, it's still a shock to me. I have not seen it. Yeah, yeah. Everything's going to be fresh to you. Um, the third episode has um, the, it's, uh, the actor who plays... Um, Star Wars, he's the like almost redheaded guy. Not um not Kylo Ren, but his like the other general guy who Kylo Ren's always fighting back and forth with. He was in episode seven and eight. You have Kylo Ren, 
Another Jedi? You saw these movies? I, I know I saw these movies. I was just saying, he has red hair, but it, I don't think it's that red in yeah. these episodes. He's like General Huxley or something. He's the only other guy that Snoke talks to. Okay. He's the only other guy in the room with Snoke when Kylo Ren's ever there. He's the third dude. The I don't, third dude? He is. I don't know. He's that. He's played in, he was, he played in Harry Potter. He's one of the older brothers of the twins. He's... Oh. I also believe he played in Peter Rabbit. I believe that's the same guy. I know who you're talking about now. I can't think of his name. I don't know his name. Um. But he's been in a bunch of things. But he also plays in this. I'm pretty sure it's him as the actor. But it's really good. But it's also... Oh, I can't even say his name. Dom Nal Gleason? Yeah, don't, don't like, look at me. I'm not, I'm not going to be better at pronouncing this. I'm really not. D-O-M-H-N-A-L-L. Domnal. Sure. I, I'll take your order. I'm sorry if I butchered that. My bad. But, yeah, so, I know who you're talking he's about. He's in this third episode. I'm pretty sure it's him anyway. Um, so, it's really good. Almost really depressing. And, <laughs> again, it's, it's the theme of the show. It is what the show does. I'm, but, also, I think it would be really cool if we take it into the other uh, uh, show what you elf and ask a question about that episode because it's a really interesting episode because hmm. I'd be curious it's like one of those things that's like would you do what what happens or what the lady does in this mo- this episode it's really good so that'll be three weeks from now um next, next is, week is, yeah it'll be three weeks from now yeah, so we still got a little while till these take so long once a week <laughs> it's, it's not long it's not quick enough we're just going to jump to episode three, then we'll come back to episode two. Oh, okay. We're just going to jump around. We'll just really Don't worry mind. Don't worry mind. It's not a big deal. Still in season one, okay? It's not a big deal. <laughs> okay, so our overall thoughts of the second episode of Twilight Zone is we both enjoyed it. Both enjoyed it. No, it's um, good. I think it's the first episode, no. but still really good. The first one was, I think, more intense because it left you with a bit of mystery. You didn't know what was going on. And this one, you kind of knew right from the beginning. Yeah, you know exactly what's yeah. going on. I like I, I like the sci-fi ish theme of this better than I enjoyed the first one. Yeah. But the overall structure in the episode itself just wasn't as strong as the first episode. And um, I believe we had mentioned it uh, outside of podcast, but not in it. Is that I believe we both enjoyed the fact that death was the suit and tie kind of type, not the cloak and. Yeah, he was a, he was a, he was a normal dude. Yeah. He, he was just a guy. Again, it reminds me of Meet Joe Black. Every time I think about it, like, Meet Joe Black. <laughs> yeah. I love that movie. need to see it again because it's been a long time. I don't remember a lot of it. I just remember Brad Pitt, Death, Anthony Hopkins. It was a good I remember enjoying it a lot. So, but yeah, that'll be the end of the episode. We've, we've drawn on way longer than we probably should have. So, you can, uh, on Twitter, you can reach me at BJJGamer. You can reach Amanda at KZPup. Uh, we've got a... Beyond our focus on Twitter, we've got an Instagram that nothing's on, but it's there. So <laughs> we'll get there. Let we'll us know there. what you thought of the episode. Leave a like, leave a comment. Hope you enjoyed it. But until next time, be well.